Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Aren't you interested in learning breakthrough wealth building strategies, such as how to flip a home in less than two weeks using other people's money with no real estate license, or how to build a low cost home based business? You can discover how to take passive income from any source and invest it into real estate, stocks, or business to become financially independent investing in any market with Residual Roads Business Institute. Collaborate with Andre and other Residual Roads advisors to create a free action plan and start implementing strategies today. Go to www.residualroads.com or email info at residualroads.com. Welcome to the Investing Uncensored podcast. You've been searching for different ways to become financially independent or generate passive income to live out your life's purpose as you've seen others do it, but need insight on how. Well, get excited because here you'll discover the tips and resources to fulfill that need. Andre Stewart has spent more than a decade successfully making it happen for himself and others. This is the Investing Uncensored podcast. And now here's your host, Andre Stewart. Welcome to another episode of Investing Uncensored. I'm your host, Andre Stewart. And today I want to talk to you guys about a number of different things that I see going on in the world. In addition, I want to talk about what's going on with the war between uh, the Russia and Ukraine. Because I got some boots on the ground because I'm doing some international business. So I got to speak on that real fast. But first, I'm not a real big football fan. I watched the Super Bowl over the weekend and it was a good game. It was probably one of the better games I've seen for the Super Bowl over the last decade, for sure. That call at the end, man, I'm not a ref, but I mean, that was that was suspect. I mean, the ball wasn't even catchable. It was still in field goal range. They probably could have still made that field goal. Maybe. I'm just saying like that was a great game. If you didn't watch it, I think you should go back and take a look at it or at least watch the highlights. But anyway, back to the Russia and Ukraine war. Over the weekend, I was working with my guy who does some of my things for Investpar. And he just went off on a tangent because he's moving from Russia back to London. And so we just happened to have a call about, you know, some business stuff. And he just was like, man, it's getting crazy in Russia right now. Moscow is kind of protected, but he was saying that people are getting conscripted in the States is drafted. So they're just basically drafting everyone. He said, there's no way that you can escape getting drafted right now in Russia. He said, maybe you can go and get a physician to say you have flat feet or, you know, you're like the only son or something like that. But he said, even that's not working. So they're basically drafting anyone from, you know, ages 18 all the way up to 50. Like they don't care. So 
he said it's getting kind of scary over there because the political climate is changing and no one's safe. You're not safe at all. And he said it's tragic because they're going to fight a war against the Ukraine and only 2% of the people in the Ukrainian side are from Ukraine. He said most of those people aren't even from there. And he said the media is telling people that one side of the story, and obviously this dude's boots on the ground and you could say, oh, well, he's from Russia and he's going to say that. He don't live in Russia. You know what I mean? He lives in London. He's from Russia, but he moved a long time ago and he moved back, I think about a year ago before all of this stuff happened or whenever that was, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And so now he's trying to get out of it and go back to London, but he's not on either side. You know what I mean? He's saying that it's wrong. Like he said, the reason why he knows this because a lot of his friends had to go. They got conscripted and they had to go and they're dead. He said, I've lost so many of my friends go fight a war against people that aren't even from the Ukraine. He said, these people, some of these folks are are from other countries. He said the U.S. and other parts of Europe that, you know what I mean, have no association with Ukraine. So the war that's being politicized in the U.S. is not even a war that we have any idea about because we're getting our news from mainstream media and we're not getting it from, you know, boots on the ground. Like this guy's active and he said he's lost majority of his friends that are going to war. He said one of them came back and he was just like, man, this is so crazy. He said people are dying within like 10 minutes. As soon as they get there, they're getting killed. And so one of his guys made it back and he was saying, man, it's not fair because we're not even fighting against the Ukraine. In essence, man, the stuff that they're giving us in the media over here, you know, misinformation. And they always want to censor people who are telling the truth like that journalist with that situation in Pennsylvania how he's getting in trouble for trying to tell the, you know, the real story behind what's going on with that train that got derailed and all those chemicals that are going up. So it's just like, man, all of these distractions out of here and people aren't really paying attention. And I was talking to one of my friends this morning and we were talking about the balloon, the Chinese balloon that's been, you know, that was floating around. They shot it down and it was supposed to be a spy balloon. And we're like, man, a spy balloon, a spy balloon for what? When China has TikTok, They have Instagram. They have all of these social media platforms where people give information for free. So, you know, there's really nothing to spy over because if you got this balloon that's supposedly floating around, what kind of information is it downloading? Is it looking? Is it heat seeking? Like no one knows. But in essence, they can get essentially any kind of information that they're really trying to get on our people through social media, just like the government does in the U.S. And so he was saying, yeah, man, the Chinese balloon. Yeah, right. I saw another guy talking about it, too. He was like, man, it's probably a giant weather balloon. And he showed a bunch of examples on his channel. He's a YouTube guy. And he was showing 56 feet weather balloons. <laughs> so it was just like, if people don't know, social media is banned in China. 100%. You can't get on anything. You can't get on Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr. Anything you can think of social media related is banned. So obviously they have VPNs. You can just download a VPN and then you can get on Instagram or whatnot. But if you get caught, China can do whatever they want. You know, they got a concentration camps and they can, <laughs> they'll exile you and get rid of you instantly. Um, so a lot of people don't do that. But there's a reason behind that. So it's like, does China really need to send over a spy balloon that's 53, or however big it was, you know, feet in size to just float across the U.S.? Or not all the way across the U.S., but, you know, far enough. The fact that it even got that far says something. There's no way you can see this giant balloon floating and it lasts for days and no one does anything about it. And so then, you know, like I was telling him, China came online 
and basically co-signed for it. And so I was like, man, if you ever have China in the U.S. vouching for some stuff, what's really going on? It has to be something greater because these two countries do not like each other. So them, for them to co-sign on something together, it's like, what's really happening? So I was like, man, either we're in a depression or something's happening. And like he said, it's either happening or it's about to happen. And I'm like, or it happened and we're going to feel it later on because that doesn't happen. And then, you know, the thing about the aliens or the UFOs, we're not going to say aliens. We're going to say UFOs. They shot down. So supposedly China saw a UFO in the water that they were going after. And then I think there was one in Uruguay or one of those countries that begins with the U and then the one in Canada all over the weekend. So we had all of these UFO sightings over the weekend. That's a lot. And it's kind of like, to me, anytime that you have government simultaneously, you know, releasing the same story, that's just weird, man. So it's 2023 and we've been talking about UFOs since, I mean, the beginning of time, like all those TV shows back in the day. I can't think of the one that, uh, anyway, so this is nothing new. So all of a sudden we gonna release the information and make it public. After however many, 60-some, 50, like, that doesn't make sense to me. And then at the same time, it's, it's three countries, three different regions of the world. We're all seeing UFOs. Yeah, I don't know, man. So what's really going on? And you can say, oh, you got your tinfoil hat on. No, I don't have my tinfoil hat on, man. I'm just putting stuff together. You know what I mean? You follow history. And then, you know, oh, you can say, well, things change. Nah, man, there's always something when you have multiple outlets repeating the same story with the same narrative. You know what I mean? At the same time, that just doesn't make sense. But one thing I am noticing that rates are starting to come down. And so, you know, anytime rates are coming down in lieu of what they said, they were going to keep rates higher for longer. They're obviously lowering rates because something's going on in the economy. On my side, I got a notification today that rates dropped 0.75. That's crazy. That's a lot. Especially because they were increasing rates, you know, 0.5, one basis point, 0.25, like they were doing it. So to have a 0.75 drop in a day on the downside lets you know that there's something going on in the economy. And so that's what I mean. If you tie it all in with all of these stories that we've had over the weekend and then the Super Bowl, obviously it's not a distraction that was planned, but to come out Monday and we have a rate drop of 0.75, the economy is doing horrendous. I said previously that they were going to start dropping rates in March. It's February. So if they're dropping rates this early, that's a clear sign that something's going on in the economy. I saw something pop up the other day that said the U.S. begins allowing Medicaid money to be spent on food. Like Medicaid was strictly for people's health care because that's a huge expense. So if you don't have coverage, you're allowed to get Medicaid, you know, especially when you get older. That takes care of a lot of that stuff. But now you're allowing that money to be spent on food. Yeah, man, it's stuff like that. That should be a clear indication, because if the economy was doing well and things were booming, you wouldn't be tapping into people's health care to pay for their food. That's out of control. I mean, so if they're using food stamps is not enough to cover that. That means there's a hell of a deficit in that particular arm of the government to cover that. So you don't have the funds to pay for that. So here we are running out of money in the U.S. to take care of our own people. So Social Security 
is supposed to run out of funds in 2035. Have you ever thought to yourself, I wish I could get into real estate investing? You can change this as quickly or as slowly as you want to now. Imagine yourself networking and making new connections in real estate globally or buying an investment property in a market or country that fits your needs. People do. They know what I'm talking about. And now you can too with InvestFAR. Connect and join the network. Remote investing made safe and easy. So 12 years from now, Social Security is going to be out of money. We're tapping into Medicaid to use that money for people to buy food. But we sent $50 billion to the Ukraine to fund that war that apparently only has 2% of the Ukrainians fighting in it. That doesn't make sense to me. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier. I saw someone say, so anytime something happens and it goes mainstream, that's a distraction. Yeah, it's a distraction from what's really going on. So here we got this huge ordeal going on within the U.S. with our finances. And we worried about some stuff that we shouldn't be worried about. And people aren't even paying attention to what, like 12 years from now, Social Security is going to be bankrupt. That's a big effing deal. And we worried about supposedly UFOs and a war in Ukraine that doesn't have much to do with the Ukraine. I mean, come on, man. And then they're dropping rates. So obviously, there's a greater issue that needs to be focused on. And instead of us worrying about that, instead of there being an uproar around that, they give us something to distract us with. And you can call it what you want, but that's what it is. I mean, almost 30,000 people have died because of the earthquake between Syria and Turkey. And the U.S. has only donated $85 million. So you're going to drop $50 billion for this war, but you got close to 30,000 people that died and Turkey already had a high inflation problem and you only want to send over $85 million. So the fact that you want to send $85 million for that, $50 billion for that, and then we running out of funds in the U.S. Like to me, none of that makes any sense. And, you know, I'm not on social media. I'm off the grid. I mean, I have pages, but I'm not on there. I did see Biden spoke about what he was going to do to strengthen Social Security and Medicare, because like I said, it's running out of funds. I'm like, maybe the government is trying to distract us from the heat that he's catching because of that. He said he was going to strengthen it, but he hasn't said how. So that's why I think when stuff happens, man, especially in subsequent order, you got to look further into it. You got to go back through the timeline. Because stuff doesn't just hit mainstream media and go viral like that. It takes a lot for multiple outlets to pick up a story. Mind you that most of the outlets are owned by, you know, seven companies. So a lot of times it does make sense when a lot of the news outlets repeat the same thing. But there's a reason why. Right. So you got to look at all of the events that took place before whatever this new thing is that's coming up on social media all the time coming up in the media all the time, people on YouTube talking about it. There has to be something that led up to that for this particular story to get picked up to go so large. So that's when you got to go back and be like, okay, what happened last week? Or what's look like it's going to happen? Or look at history. You got to see what's trending to be like, all right, this makes sense on what could potentially be happening. So you're prepared and you're not caught, you know, blindsided by what might happen. So that's kind of what I do when stuff starts to happen. Then it finally gets to me because I'm not on social media. So by the time something gets to me, that means people that I know who don't even follow that stuff, 
if they're starting to talk about it, then something's going on. So that's when I'm like, okay, if you're telling me about this, I got to look into this because there's got to be something greater because it's not something you talk about. So that's what I mean. When I come on a podcast and I'm talking about something, it's super late. I'm probably a week late by the time I've seen it. And that's because I heard it from somebody who I don't normally hear things from. It's like Warren Buffett always says, if the boy is shining your shoes, is telling you what stock to buy, or he's talking about investing in the stock market, then it's time to get out of the stock market. It's a similar thing, man. When you start hearing things, man, you, you need to start you know, paying more attention. So, you know, inflation is raging. Home prices are falling. Interest rates are dropping. These are all telltale signs that the economy is not doing well. And so you see all these job layoffs that are happening, and that's increasing more and more as time goes on. I think unemployment is not 3.6 or 3.9%, which is not the real number. So the economy is probably really, really bad. And all of these things that are coming out over the weekend or over the past week, it's just something to keep us occupied from, you know, checking our pockets, making sure that we're fine and not, you know, causing an uproar or being out in these streets complaining or, you know, starting riots because it is not doing good. And so by the time June or third quarter of 2023 is probably going to be horrendous. So guys, I just hopped on here to do a real quick podcast just to get you guys to think. I'm huge on wanting people to think outside of their social media platform, outside of their media circle, outside of whatever you get. It doesn't matter if your mama comes to you and tell you something. You need to do research on her. Do due diligence on your mama if you have to, right? Just just don't take anybody's words because they tell you something, even mine. So if I say something, go look it up. Do your research. I'm huge on that, man. People being in the know on their own. So I think it's going to get worse. It's obviously getting worse. And you're like, can it get more worse? Yes, it can. And so that's what we're going to see. So I give it the end of the year. What is still mind blowing to me is that the stock market is still doing well. It's at 4,100 for the S&P, which is mind blowing because, I mean, how many people in tech have lost their jobs? None of those tech companies are doing good, but the S&P 500 is still doing amazing. So when it hits, it's going to be bad. As far as the housing market, I'm starting to buy more houses, but I'm trying to get them very strategic. Home prices are still falling, but if you can still get a house at you know 50% on a dollar, you can still sell it and make some money or even refinance it. So you can still make money out here. It doesn't have to be in the stock market. I will always say that if you can get into houses that are under $250,000, you're going to make money because even the person working at Walmart or a fast food restaurant can afford a payment on something under two fifty. dollars especially when rate starts come down. So I'm actively getting in houses, but I'm trying to get rid of them as fast as possible because I don't want to be stuck in the house because I do think that the economy is going to come to a halt later in the year. So I'm doing deals now. I'm just because I'm trying to stockpile more and more cash for later in the year. And in 2024, when real estate prices are probably back down to where they normally are or not normally are, let's say, you know, previous to 2019. I don't know if they're going to get back to 2012 levels in 2023 or 2024. Maybe at the tail end of 2024, it could get back there. But I'm just trying to stock cash between now and then because the stock market is going to turn around. And I've said it before. It has went back to 3,800, like I've said in the past when you listen to my podcast. So if it's at 41, it's going to do it again. So all of these things are going to come down. So guys, I'm not saying don't get into the market, but just be strategic about what you're investing in and get into real estate. Rates are starting to drop. 
home prices are still high. So even if you get something, you might have a higher rate, but you can still refinance out later on and the value will still be there. So if you get something, do it now. And then maybe around August to September, at least with real estate, kind of pause and see what's really going on in the economy. You know, you have all this time in between to check out what the job market's going to do. And then you're going to keep getting inflation data coming out. So I think use all these indicators to know. One thing I will point out before I go, they did change the numbers on how the index, the CPI index is being rated again. Instead of them doing two years of history, now they're only doing one year. So they're just basically going back for what the numbers were last year, which is so dumb. Because last year, you know, in the year before, they put a bunch of money into the market. So it's just like, you're going to use the data from one year. We need to use the data previous to that because that could be more accurate, not the data from last year. So even when they come out with those numbers, still be on the lookout for those. And just look at traditional indicators. Look at the job market. Look and see if you start seeing a lot of people going into foreclosure. Just use your circle of friends. If you got your circle of friends who are getting laid off or they're losing their house, or they're like, man, I can't afford this, or man, I'm going broke. Those are your indicators. Because if you got five or 10 friends, and out of those five or 10 friends, seven of them are having a hard time, then that's a pretty good indicator that the rest of the population is going through the same thing. Or even if you're one of those people that are in that equation, then there's a high likelihood that everybody else is going through the same thing. So don't worry about what the media says. I call them distractions because at the end of the day, that's what they are. So stay focused, keep your head down, and manage your screen time, man. Majority of phones nowadays give you the amount of time that you've been on whatever app. If you're on Instagram or social media for longer than an hour a day, you need to cut that back. I mean, you're wasting time on that because that one hour, I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than an hour, but that just leads you down so many different rabbit holes because you probably went from being on social media to Google looking up stuff or from that to YouTube, you know what I mean? So manage your screen time, worry about how to make sure your personal economy is doing well for the next year, two years. So you're set up to be financially independent by 2025 and you don't got to worry about this social security being bankrupt <laughs> in the next 12 years. All right, guys, take care and see you on the next episode. Aren't you ready to start a business or grow your real estate investing portfolio? If you answered yes, allow Andre and the expert advisors at the Residual Roads Business Institute to fast track and put you on a path to full-time investing. The greatest transfer of wealth in our lifetime is occurring over the next few years, and you can take advantage if you know what to look for. In order to be successful at real estate investing, you need to learn how to leverage your current resources to generate quick money, big money, and retirement money. Let Residual Roads Advisors craft a plan to get you through these phases using little or no money in six months or less. Don't wait for a job. Create one for yourself and others. Go to residualroads.com for mentorship and for our free course, go to residualroads.thinkific.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.